Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Good day to all of you following us in Nigeria and uh, those living abroad. You're welcome to another edition of Money Radio. Uh, today we are discussing what ex- what experts expect as the agenda from the new power minister, minister of power, uh, was uh, named by the federal government, the president Buhari, last week, uh, the presidency last week. Um, the new minister is uh, Mr. Abubakar Aliu. What experts expect from him? My name is Harmon Case. Uh, I'm your host. In the studio with me is... Uh, You're welcome. So um, we have a concatenation of issues to discuss today as to what experts expect from the new power minister. We have, of course, um, issues such as uh, recapitalization of discourse. We have, um, I want to remind ourselves of a deal that the federal government or the presidency announced last year pertaining to a deal with Siemens. Um, we want to talk about the issues uh, or resolving the issues around the current metering conundrum and uh, we want to touch also on um, the Nabila power plant, that power plant that has been in the works since 1972. Yes, we want to talk about those. So, Mr. you're welcome. Thank you. Let's talk about uh, the discourse. You know, there has been this blame game. To down, uh, not east, uh, <laughs> southwest, and uh, so there has been so much talk. Uh, that blame game. What is going on about metering? Sorry, sorry, I didn't say metering. In this course, recapitalizing yes, this in, um, in 2013, the federal government um, processed to hand over the distribution aspect of um, the. Uh, Nigerian uh, electricity supply chain to um, private operators and um, Nigerians we saw that as uh, a very good move in that if we looked at it uh, vis-a-vis the telecommunication uh, industry we saw that when the private the private sector took over um, the license the licensing of GSM was granted to private sector and um, we've enjoyed a lot from it so nigerians looked at it that that kind of um, uh, services would be trans uh, that the privatization of the distribution companies would translate to that kind of um, efficiency in uh, the distribution network however that has not been the federal government till date, a recent report that came out yeah, in case that the federal government has expended no less than two trillion um, naira and, and above on intervening in the power sector since it was privatized. Two trillion. Yes. And yet we the average um, power generation is it hasn't gotten beyond 4000 megawatts 
So for all of Nigerians, over 200 million people, it is um, 4,000 megawatts that we should um, that. And even on 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 this still, it is not not all of that gets to the end users because after it's been generated, there are still issues with transmitting them, distributing them. So that is where the uh, distribution companies come in. Um, they were privatized, 11 of them, 11 companies bought the distribution network. And it was expected that a whole lot of money will be um, put in as time goes on, on a yearly basis. In terms of investment. In terms of investment. From the discos, not Yes, from the discos to improve um, the distribution network, the infrastructure, so that um, distribution can be better, can be more efficient. A lot more people can have power supply and all that. But that clearly is, 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 is it has simple. not. It hasn't happened. It has not happened. And we see we, we see that over the years, there's always this um, paucity of fund with them. It, there's Adley Fund, and this has um, given rise to the uh, federal government intervening at so many points to ensure that the power um, sector, the power supply improves. So now, I think the, um, the new minister needs to look into getting this discourse to recapitalize. You know, uh, uh, let, let, let me say this. Um, I know that the discos from time to time have complained that uh, what is paid or what is charged uh, in terms of tariff uh, for power is not enough. Um, I think it's just an issue of uh, efficiency. I don't know the kind of technology we use. I won't go delve into that. But uh, I think it's just an issue of um, uh, efficiency because when we talk about uh, other clients, Nigeria, I can tell you because this, uh, this information are just available on the internet. Nigeria is not among the lowest uh, in terms of uh, payment for electricity. Nigeria is around, Nigeria hovers around the middle there when you rank the countries uh, across the world. Um, a country like Denmark, uh, Denmark, those uh, um, Scandinavian countries, they pay about the highest in the world. But then uh, in some other countries, they pay along around the lowest. But Nigeria pays somewhere around the middle there, around in terms of dollar and cents. Uh, we talk about 15, between 15 and 18 cents, which is not the lowest, it's around the middle. Because the highest in terms of cents is just around 31, 32, 33 cents. Yeah, and um, and in recent times, we have seen, like, uh, between last year and now, we have seen um, the electricity tariff being it's increased. Being increased. Mm -hmm. So it means that um, there, there has been more money for the um, distribution companies in terms of the pricing of, yeah. of, of, the, of electricity. So now, it, although uh, if I caught you there, we want to take into consideration not just inflation but exchange rates. We want to take those into consideration also. Be that as, as it may, the issue of um, 
not having enough this infrastructure not being uh, good enough means that if they had consistently been improving on infrastructure yeah. at no matter no matter the, the rate on a yearly basis yeah by now the infrastructure will be much better than it is right now yeah so there is still need nigeria wants the new minister to take a look at this and see what can be done to ensure that the um distribution companies do not just leave the body to the federal government alone more so in this time of financial crunch yeah um i was talking to a, form, a former uh, chairman of the nigeria electricity regulatory commission a uh, commission um uh, i was in, a, in an interview yeah i was uh, in an interview with him and I asked him, you remember there was a time around 2014, 2015, maybe 2013, if I, I get the year right. Um, it was under the Jonathan administration. And I remember this, uh, Jonathan was having this man at, uh, as his minister of power at that time, Bath Naji, okay. I remember. There was something this man was doing. I don't know. There was something he was doing that was ensuring the nigerians had electricity to the point where i decided to sell my generators and their banks were paying less for diesel, diesel. everybody was praising that government and then uh, suddenly the man was asked to resign i asked uh, this former net chairman what was going on at that time what was happening at that time that is not happening now and he told me it was just the issue of generating then uh, transmitting and then distributing he gave me this illustration he said uh, it's just like a person is in this uh, room uh, maybe the person is uh, infirm a person has disability he can't get to uh, maybe his door and he calls for food or he makes order for food from maybe a restaurant somewhere and they bring the food the delivery man says here is your food the man in the, the or the, the disabled man says, I cannot get there, bring the food in. And then the uh, delivery man says, no, I cannot come in. So the food is just at uh, the door. The delivery, the, the, the delivery man leaves. Yes. And then the person who is supposed to consume yes. the food is here. He's still hungry. Yes. And that power is just there. Of uh, course. Yes. So he said that was it. And he said, what Bath Naji was doing was making connect at these points where distribution and uh, transmission and distribution mm -hmm. would meet mm -hmm. and uh, that would uh, solve the problem. So that's what Bath Naji was doing, basically. I miss that man anyway. But talking about all of that, I want us to talk a little bit about this Siemens deal. Last year, say if you remember, um, a, pre a, a presidential press person, uh, at what was his name? I forgot the name of this uh, press man. Uh, Press secretary. Uh, he, he, he was a, he, he represented the, the the presidency, and he talked about how the federal government had gone into a deal with the German government and a German company Siemens to make sure that they upgraded that uh, transmission capacity of Nigeria, whereas by the end of 2021 we would have at least assured 
7,000 megawatts of electricity based on that improvement of uh, the uh, transmission. Yeah. And uh, he said the federal government had its part to play. They had already budgeted for that. The German government had made their own contribution. It was a sealed deal. We are hearing nothing about that. What's yeah. <laughs> well, that is an issue on ground that Nigerians want the new minister to, to look into. What is happening with the Siemens deal? Um, from the way it was brought on, on the table, it looked like a done deal already. That's Nigerians, how it appeared. Yes, like. it appeared like a done deal. You know deal. what is Nigerians pain in me about that deal, Nigerians about that announcement? Already, Let me, more or less, less looking forward. Allow me to say Beginning to enjoy power at um, 7,000 megawatts. Do you know so what pained me about that, uh, <laughs> that deal? I wrote passionately about by December 2021, although we haven't read December 2021, but, but I wrote passionately that we would by all means have 7,000 megawatts delivered to our places of consumption. And nothing has happened. That is what is pinning me, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, I think uh, you can um, uh, project that pain onto the new minister, engineer, Abubakar Aliu, to be able to look into it and um, we're in uh, September. Tell uh, Nigerians what is happening and, October, and bring Nigerians three months. Good news. <laughs> good news about the Siemens deal that will improve uh, the power supply within the country so that um, a lot of businesses and um, everyone's endeavor will be able to thrive because with electricity a whole lot can be achieved within their country. So, um, as another issue that Nigerians would want the new minister to look into is the Mandela Power Project. That again, <laughs> that was that idea was conceived in 1972. 1972. How many? Yes. In fact, if I may, 1972. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, 1972. <laughs> and uh, about four or five years after. Uh, that idea was conceived. The head of state who was in power then said, Nigeria has enough money. The problem with Nigeria is how to spend the money. And that project was there. That project remains there. Um, 35 years after, around 2007, the federal government went and revived or started talking again about that project. Now, it's a viable project. Uh, we'll talk about that project. Let's take it a short break. We'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Uh, listeners, please be with us. Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Yes, you're welcome back. Uh, we're still uh, on the Money Radio. We're talking about power, energy today. And uh, still with me in the studio is uh, Anthony uh, Uko. Um, thanks for being with us. So before we went for that short break, we were talking about the Mambila Power Project. Mambila Power Project, as we said, was conceived in 1972. Nothing was done about it, or very little, if anything, was done about it. And then uh, in 19, sorry, 2007, that issue was brought back to the front, front burner. That was under uh, President uh, Obasanjo, uh, or 
president, the late president Yaradwa, one of them, brought it back as front runner. And uh, it was continued actually by the good luck Jonathan government. There were some documentations and uh, some approvals done uh, in 2010 and 2011. But then later on, based on administrative uh, clashes, the project was uh, dropped again until in 2016 when President Buhari revived the thought about that project. And then there is this Chinese co company that was giving uh, the contract. Geju, if I'm not making a mistake. Yeah. That company, along with um, three other companies, no, two other companies, making them three, it's a consortium. Uh, they were giving a $5.8 billion contract to build that Mambila power uh, plant. And uh, it's a viable one. It yeah. is supposed to generate uh, $4.7 billion kilowatts of electricity kilohertz or kilowatts of mm -hmm. electricity yearly uh supposed to produce it was two, earlier it was 2.6 uh, megawatts uh, that was designed to produce but then uh, it was increased to yes 3.50 yeah 3.05 i think the the um what the capacity has been Adjusted. Up, adjusted yeah. either up down and so on and um the, at the last uh, the the last minister of power uh, mama Saleh said it was yet reduced to 1.5 um 1.5 thousand uh, megawatts mm -hmm. so i don't know what actually right now and again the the that project has been um, embroiled in um, a lot of so much litigation that the former minister said that is what was stalling it um before the 20 litigation about what yes there was there, there's um a company that was awarded the contract on it earlier before the 2016 um contract mm -hmm. and then after that um 2016 contract was, was awarded the company came up and sued the federal government for re-awarding the contract that was initially awarded to it. And there has been so much litigation, they made claims of money from the federal government that ought to be paid to them. And as we speak, that has been, has been the former minister, of course, said that was an issue. That until that litigation was cleared, Mambila, power project cannot move forward that so, means the 2030 target they are projecting uh, since there's nothing going on until that issue is resolved, is resolved. It's, 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 i mean and it, 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 of course of course they've gotten to the point where um what the damages that needs to be paid has been agreed upon 250 um a million dollars and now it is the, the the federal government has been passing the bulk on who should pay who shouldn't pay and that was the last of it so but uh the the power minister now it is the bulk has been passed to you um engineer abubakar saleh uh sorry aliu aliu to look into it what is happening with the mandela power project will it be 
um, will it be able to be put back on stream or are we seeing the end of it? Nigerians need to know. And you know, uh, one thing that uh, baffles me is uh, these are viable projects. Uh, take for example, um, the Mambila Power Project is uh, projected to generate at the construction level is projected to generate up to 50,000 jobs. Now with 50,000 jobs and you link about at least four, four mouse, four, four additional dependents, dependents to 50,000, 50, you have already taken care of some 200,000 uh, or 250,000 persons. That is something that may even you're talking about uh, employment in the issue yes. of employment and, uh, and then that keeps and trickling and down so so there's there's a, a whole lot of benefits from having these projects um, revived and put on, on strain sometimes i find it difficult to understand what is going on about uh, power is there not a power policy because one government will come and uh, initiate a power project uh, another one will come and downplay it. Another one will come and say, uh, we have issues uh, of litigation about this one. Another one will come and say, we have issues of uh, technical, some technicalities or some uh, construct, all sorts of excuses. And the country remains behind, behind. because power is what you power need. Is life. Power is life. Yes. <laughs> you need is power. Life. You need power to, 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 to run virtually everything. To run we, are here in the, we are here in the studio. Without power, we will be here. So, so, and then it trickles down the artisan, the hairdresser, the um, the uh, uh, the person who runs it, the small business by the side. We all power is needed. When you get to the uh, when it comes to the macro level. Nigeria cannot compete with other countries when it comes to manufacturing because the uh, amount they spend, these companies spend on power. On power generated. Generated. Yeah, it's, it's you, you, you make you make it uh, uh, more expensive. And Nigeria, Nigeria produced goods become more expensive, uh, or producing goods in Nigeria becomes more expensive than uh, other clients. That's the reason why Nigerian goods are not competitive in, in relation to. Uh, uh, our neighbors uh, and uh, some other international, uh, some other countries abroad. Uh, that's why we are not competitive. And uh, you know, we are in. We are we 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 we, we are a part of uh, after right now the new uh, the Africa Free Trade Agreement, and uh, very soon all of these countries will have access to our market with power keeping us back. It's. Uh, is a serious problem. That's what. Uh, that's how we, um, we 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 come to uh, the end of uh, power today. But uh, we have on national economy page thirteen, uh, the fiscal policy page uh, every Monday. We have uh, a topic, uh, an issue on the on that uh, how the new policy on education is uh, going to affect. Uh, economic growth. You remember last year, President Buhari approved the new education policy. Yeah, and that policy puts it, it gives incentives to the teaching profession. Many uh, incentives 
for example, the age of retirement is uh, now going to be uh, 65 instead of 60, as it once was. Um, uh, years of uh, uh, service, 40 instead of 35. And uh, at uh, the education level, I'm talking about training the teachers, there are incentives everywhere. Grants, all of those things are in that policy and President Buhari has signed it and uh, we can see that it's actually going to benefit the country. How? Educate your population and of course you have much to gain from it. You, you have development. Yes, that's it. New national teaching policy for economic growth. Do you have to say about that? Yes, it's actually a good policy having allowing um, the teachers to be able to teach longer because you know um, the longer they are there the longer they will be able to pass on the wealth of experience the wealth of knowledge that they have learned over the years and um, they will be able to pass it not just to the, the people they are teaching but also to the new teachers that are coming in but when you whereby you have them retiring so early you, the, the benefits, the, the, the economy does not get all the benefits that uh, we should get from them. So it's a good um, policy um, for economic growth, which, if um, well implemented, is the implementation aspect of it that, um, that Nigeria is always missing out on. So I think that is where. Uh, implementing the policy to the letter is what will bring the utmost benefits to Nigeria. You uh, can relate this to what is going on in uh, the diaspora. Um, Nigerians, in uh, say for example, the US, uh, Nigerians are the highest educated people mm -hmm. uh, in terms of any nationality mm -hmm. uh, living in the US. And, um, even among uh, Americans, Nigerians are more educated uh, in terms of the percentage of education. Yes, exactly. That's what has the been invested. Of PhD yes, yes. In, in America. Exactly. So Nigerians are so high in that regard. And that is what, in times past, had been uh, invested in Nigerians. Mm. And so, with such investment, we know that in the future, of, of course, they, that has translated to diaspora remittance of, uh, at the time before COVID-19, it was $25 billion annually. Uh, with COVID-19, that has reduced a bit, but uh, there is still that prospect. In fact, uh, um, uh, Pricewaterhouse predicted that by 2025, Nigerians will be remitting up to $34 billion. And uh, the UN has even given similar uh, figures. And it's based on Nigeria's education. And that is, you can see, it's an investment. Yes, it's an investment. Look at the, the, the page there. Um, the, uh, it says here, the policy goes further to include that education, students in colleges of education are to enjoy special bursary awards. Yes. So all of that is included in that education policy. Um, the other incentives include 
automatic admission and tuition free for kids of teachers at their place of work, automatic recruitment of B bachelor of education graduating students and bachelor of education students are to enjoy stipends for uh, or education special allowances. So President Buhari has actually done a great job by... Uh, yes, he has done a great job. Well, is the funding for all this being released? Because that is an issue. We've had, it's supposed we've to be released from we've had, we've had lecturers going on strike. I hope that is not the same with this. It's a laudable policy, but until resources are released for, for, for them, for it to be actualized, it will remain a policy on paper. And we'll still keep having this um, brain drain that Nigeria has been suffering from. Look at what is happening in the medical into the yeah. medical field, for instance, the doctors have been on strike, and here we are. We have another country coming into recruit so many doctors who are well paid on paid Nigerian soil. On Nigerian soil. That's... So what are we? What are we? It's it's good to have a policy on paper, but like I said earlier, what is the implementation? agenda well, how are they implementing the resources for it to be implemented adequately so that nigerians those um, uh, it's good that we receive uh, diaspora remittances but if those uh, if those people are actually here in nigeria bringing putting in their best for the economy to grow i i think we would uh, we'll do better than the handouts that we keep getting from our program yeah. If you may ask. Well, uh, policy is not law. We just hope that uh, that is, is a step in the right direction. So, um, for all of you following us, uh, that's how we come to uh, the end of another edition of uh, Money Radio. Today, Monday, we have treated uh, energy and, of course, uh, fiscal policy as education. Um, thanks for being with us. Thanks. Thank sir. you so much. Thanks to all of you, our producers. Please stay with us tomorrow and uh, next week, Monday. Uh, we promise another bumper edition uh, of Money Radio. Please always uh, follow us uh, on our YouTube and Instagram channels. Keep following us, keep staying on. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters.